Hello, and welcome to Artfully Told, where we share true stories about meaningful encounters with art. I think artists help people have different perspectives on every aspect of life. All I can do is put my part out into the world. It doesn't have to be perfect the first time. It doesn't have to be perfect ever, really. I mean, as long as you, you're enjoying doing it and you're trying your best, that can be good enough. Art is something that you can experience with your senses and that you just experience as, as so beautiful. Hello, welcome to another episode of Artfully Told. My name is Lindsay and I am so delighted to have as my guest today the absolutely wonderful Erin Page. She is a fantastically uplifting human being, just so full of grace and kindness and empathy towards the world. So she is a coach, she is an author. She has her own journal that I've actually had the privilege to to go through, and it's just incredibly uplifting and inspiring. And she is also an artist. She paints and has a few different avenues for her art, and I'm just so excited to be able to talk with her today and share her with you because I know you're just going to get so much from her. So thank you so much, Erin, for being here. I am so excited to have you. <laughs> oh, well, what a great intro. Uh, thank you so much, Lindsay, for having me today. I'm just as thrilled to be with you as you say you are with me. So this will be a wonderful moment in time and space uh, to be creative together. I'm so excited. Thank you so much for having me. Of course. And I would just love to hear a little bit more about you and about you know what you do and, and your art, if you don't mind just kind of sharing a little bit about that. Well, of course, I would love to share. Well, let me just start out by saying, and I believe that if you are an artist listening to this, that you probably can relate as well, that I was born an artist. So I grew up in a creative family. I was fortunate enough to have a mother that was and still is extremely creative, more on the abstract side. And my father, bless his soul, he was a mechanical engineer. And of course, when you hear about an engineer, you think very analytical. And that was true with his artwork. He was creative, but more in the realistic, realistic realm. So he could draw a portrait of anyone and it would look just like them. So I had a nice balance with that. And we were creative as a family, and they really enhanced that for myself and for my sister, whether it was through artwork or through singing. I love to sing as well. But as I moved on throughout my adult life, I started painting hearts and getting back into the painting side of things. I had a jewelry business. I was creative through that. But if I can get a little personal here, and I think that this can be relatable to a lot of people, that I realized that I was starting to paint hearts because where I was in at that time in my life, I was not being fulfilled in the love area, if you will. My heart was really aching for someone to appreciate me for me. So I continued with these hearts and realized that it was almost like a healing journey, if you will. So the hearts evolved. I started speaking a lot more. I uh, wrote the book and journal that I have that you mentioned. 
and it has hearts on it. And it really, that moment in time where I was needing to be fed, I realized that I could turn that moment into feeding others with positivity, with grace, with love. And the feedback that I was getting uh, from people when they would see my artwork, I would literally, Lindsay, I would have people stop as they were walking by, not paying attention, but then stop and then turn towards, let's say I was at an art fair and they would stop and look and go, I don't know, there's something about your artwork that makes me feel better. And it was really quite powerful. And I think when you hear that enough times, you realize that you are really living in a present moment and you are gifting the world with your gifts. And I think a lot of artists, that's exactly what they are doing. And they are gifting their unique gift through the arts, whether it's dance, singing, or in my case, painting hearts. So I take what I do very, very seriously so when I'm writing or with whether I'm getting ready to work with people, you know, in a workshop that is still very heart centered, I make sure that I'm in a very positive place. If I am in that creative state and I feel like my energy is down, I will get up and go on a walk, for instance, or I'll mm-hmm. meditate or I'll pray just to make sure that what I am infusing into the artwork is pure positivity, pure love. I really like to say that I create in love and I give in love. So, you know, I really take that to heart. And I've got a couple examples, if I could share. One of the things that I create are love tiles. And they're original, they're on four by four tiles, and I paint hearts and I paint dots around them. So the, what I call like the energy is radiating out and the love's radiating out to people. And it comes in a gift bag with a, an easel and my inspirational card. I call it my wallet card so people can keep it in their wallet and be inspired whenever they need to be. I had a client of mine purchase two heart tiles and she gifted them to her grandchildren and they're young. And she called me and she said, I have to tell you about how I presented these heart tiles that I purchased from you to my grandchildren. She shared it with me and it was so precious. And I just felt so overwhelmed with joy that what I was putting into the love tiles was being received by these young children. And she explained to them that it was created by a real artist is what she said, a real artist and (laughs) created in love and that these tiles no matter where her grandchildren would be, that she as a grandmother, she was gifting this piece of artwork to them to carry with them wherever they go. And she would always be there with them. And she said, I just wanted to share that you are gifting your light into this world and your love tiles are doing that. And I just couldn't appreciate that comment more than I, I just had no words for it. I got a little teary eyed. And I know there's a lot of creatives out there that are wondering if their creative talents are being received. And I'm here to tell you that they are. If there's any doubt, 
well, just don't have any doubt that when you are living on purpose, you are doing good. You are being of service to others in the world, whether someone verbally tells you or not. So the second part of this is just a few days ago. Well, yeah, it was just a few days ago. That same person called me and she said, you know, Mother's Day is coming up at the time that we're recording this. Mother's Day is right around the corner. And so she called and she said, my grandkids decided to do something special for their mom. And they did like a spa day, if you will. And her son recorded this moment. And the mom is laying there with her arms out to the side and she's got like a mud mask on and her little, I think it might be a six-year-old little granddaughter was doing a guided meditation for her mother. This is the part where like tears welled up in my eyes of joy. She said, Aaron, I have to tell you what's part of this recording is so precious. She is using your love tile as part of her guided meditation for her mom. Like she's doing this guided meditation and she's holding your love tile, Aaron. And it just humbled me so much that God has given me this gift to be able to infuse this divine liquid love, I love to call it divine liquid love that we have flowing within us and it loves us more than anything in the whole entire, it, it's inconceivable how much this divine liquid love, God love cares for us. And I felt so honored that I have been gifted this creative side to be able to give to others. And for those that are creative out there, know that that divine liquid love that flows within them is gifting this universe with that divine love and they should never, never, ever doubt it. And to those out there, your listeners that are not, you know, on the creative side, just know that when you see a work of art, whether you agree with it or not, know that it is coming from a place of love. It truly, truly is coming from a place of love. Mm -hmm. And if nothing else, just respect that. There was a time, and I guess I'm moving into a moment where, you know, I'd, I'd love to just reiterate the value of the arts, whether it's dance, voice, poetry, writing, anything that is creative is so valuable. I was commissioned to do a work of art for the designer the Symphony Designer Show House here in Kansas City a few years back. And I put so much of my personal love, that divine liquid love went into it. It took several days to create the work of art. And I have to tell you, Lindsay, as soon as I finished it, like I wished I did I didn't literally do this, but I could have slept for three days because I gave so much of my soul. Yeah. I know that you can relate with the work that you do and the shows that you put together. So much of who you are and your soul into it that, you know, when when an artist performs or if you pay a certain ticket price or you decide to buy a work of art, know that there is great value in what you are purchasing. And it goes beyond just the ticket price, that it will serve you beyond that. So, those are that's how I go about my artwork and how I go about my life anymore and I just hope that this message reaches even if it just reaches one person, one artist or non-artist that feels compelled to 
dive deeper into their artistic side, then I'm living on purpose. And I'm honored to be here with you today. I love that. Yeah, I I love that you brought up the fact that you don't know who you're impacting through your art. And it can even be something where whether you consider yourself to be an artist or not, which I as a little aside, think that everyone is an artist in their own right. But whether you consider yourself to be one or not, still have something to contribute to to help make the world more beautiful. I couldn't agree more. And you are absolutely on point when you say that really everyone's an artist. And I just think that everyone has a unique gift that they come into this lifetime with. And, you know, it's not a gift unless you share it. I'll just be sharing it all the time, whether it's just a smile to a stranger. You never know how much they might need that. I mean, and that, you know, a smile is a form of art. I really think that, right? Yeah, I agree. (laughs) So from talking to you previously, I know that there was another story that you told me that I I just think would be awesome for our listeners to hear if you're okay with sharing it. But it was about the little art installation you did for, was it a hospital or doctor's office? And kind of the result of that? Oh, yes. Okay. So I gifted several pieces or several works of art to Menorah Medical Center here in the Kansas City area. And they were installed in the cardiac department because, of course, I paint hearts. So, (laughs) you know, the heart cardiac department and my hearts, they were a good fit. And they had these blank walls and they just needed life. And so I said, you know, we had talked about this and that, and, you know, my heart just told me that I needed to gift them a few pieces of artwork. So I installed 10 pieces of artwork uh, down this hallway that was once just white walls. And several of the employees, they walked by and they said, are you the artist? And I said, yes, I am. And they said, oh, thank you so much for making our walk into work more joyful. We just love coming into work now and walking down this small section of the hallway. Even if it's just a small section of the hallway, we are so appreciative of your artwork and it makes us just enjoy being in this place. And that warmed my heart. Again, that was a moment where I guess, honestly, I really didn't think, I kept thinking about like the cardiac patients and their families. I wasn't even thinking about the employees. I wasn't even thinking about beyond the walls of the box that I had built that I was just going to you know, bring joy to the heart patients because the artwork is actually right outside one of the physical therapy rooms. And that's one of the reasons why we chose that space. So when patients would leave therapy, they would see these hearts. And it goes back to what you say. You said earlier that you just never know who you're impacting. And I just never really thought about the ripple effect that it wasn't just about the patients and their families. It was about the employees. It was about the doctors and the nurses or anyone that was walking through visiting the hospital. Maybe, you know, who knows? I have these visions and I do hope that this has happened. I have these visions of maybe like visitors getting lost. I mean, hospitals, they, you can get 
easily lost in a hospital, right? Because oh of the different gosh. hallways and departments and you get off the wrong floor. Yeah. And it's my hope that maybe someone, you know, took a wrong turn and they happen to go down this hallway and they see my artwork and maybe it's brought them a little peace and some love today. So yes, that's the story. Thank you for reminding yeah. me of it. <laughs> I just love that story. <laughs> yeah, that is really special. And yeah, isn't that so interesting? Because again, your original vision for it was maybe one thing, but it actually touched, like you said, the ripple effect. It it has touched so many more lives even than, than what you expected. And that's that's so cool. I'll take that. It is cool. I mean, it's just like <laughs> wow, from ear to ear to think that, you know, maybe a little work of art could change somebody, the trajectory of someone's day and change, you know, turn their smile or frown upside down into a smile. So yes. yeah, yeah, I'm, I am proud of that. And I'm honored yeah. to, to be able to do that for people. Absolutely. Well, and I'm curious, if you don't mind sharing just a little bit about sort of your process in writing your guided journal, because I think that that's a pretty unique work of art in and of itself. And I'm just curious, is there like a, a backstory or how did you come to create that? Well, there is a story with that. So my journal is called I Release You to Become Who You Came Here to Be. A little bit long, longer title, but I just couldn't see any other way to title it except for that. So the, the backstory behind it is I am a mother of an adult now. It's hard to hard to say that, but he just turned 18. But for four years when he was younger, I would text him what I called mom-isms. And they were really just divine downloads. I called them about life. I would be driving or I'd be doing something and I would have this message come to me about life. And so I would text my son. In fact, I have it right. I have my journal right here. Let's just say it, it ended up, the journal is 18, what I like to call notes to self, which started out as momisms. And, oh, this is a good one. So number two is take responsibility for how comfortable you are. Mm -hmm. So really getting out of that comfort zone. And so if you can imagine me typing this out on a text message, and then I would put a heart, and then I would put momism. So the interesting thing is, if you, if anyone else out there has kids, you know that most likely you probably aren't going to get on something like this from your mother. You probably <laughs> not get a response. But I will say this: that I knew. Again, it goes back to who you are impacting, who you are influencing. I kept sending those momisms. I kept taking what I was doing and looking at what I was doing and making sure that I was a positive impact in my son's life. And even if I was doing something, you know, we all have moments where we're probably not the the most proud of or if, you know, taking those moments and turning them around and going, okay, how can I become a better person by learning from this and this not so good moment, turning it into seeing something good. And then that teaches everyone around us, they see that shift in us. So I've been sitting all these momisms and then out of the blue, I sent him what is actually number three out of 18. When you feel good, you can go out and do good. And he replied and he goes, 
That's a good one. And, you know, <laughs> out of all of them, because I have more momisms. Yes, my journal book only has 18, but I have a lot more. So yeah. out of all of them that I was sending, he finally returned one oh, message and said, oh, that's that. you know what? I, I'm making a difference yeah. um, in in his life, and the, this response is all I need as validation, I suppose. So that's the meaning behind I release you to become who you came here to be, and it's a working journal. So there's the statement about what's written. So each one, there's the momism or the or the note to self. Then there's a description or you know kind of my take on it, and then you flip the page and there's an opportunity, some thought provoking questions for you to be able to answer. So that's the story behind the book journal. It all comes from being a mama. <laughs> oh, I love that. <laughs> Well, thank you for sharing. I know I kind of put you on the spot there, but I was very curious. I love sharing those moments because I I call him my grandest gift. He has been my grandest teacher and he's real direct with me anymore. He's an adult now, oh. ladies and gentlemen. Sometimes we don't want to hear what, you know, the truth. And uh-huh. but then, you know what? Oh my goodness. I just had no idea that, you know, your perception is a lot different than mine and it was good feedback. So yeah. that's why I call him my grandest gift because he helps expand my soul every day. And I'm grateful for that. Oh, I love that. You assisted me, and I'll talk about if I could just a second switch it to you a minute. You gifted me with a really great story, part of, and you participated in my GLOW project recently. Oh my gosh. And I'd love to share a little bit about that because I think that that's just a continuation of not only the artistic side of me, but the side of me that really and truly hopes that I leave a a small little print on this world when I leave it, when my time is up here. But GLAL is Go Live an Amazing Life. And that was just another message, if you will, where I was having my pity party. Okay. You know, we all have them. (laughs) I always say that it's everyone has the right to their pity party. It's how long you stay at the party that matters. One day I was having a little bit of a pity party and I allow myself 24 hours now. You know, it used to be like months, if not years, oh. <laughs> where having these like pity parties and we get stuck in them and wallow in them. And, you know, so typically what happens is I crawl, you know, those moments where you want to crawl back in bed and I'm like, I'm not going to talk to the world today. And then I go, wait a minute. This is so silly. Do you live an amazing life, Erin? I have an amazing son. I have amazing friends like you and so many others out there. And do you have a unique gift to share with the world today? Yes. Okay. I'll get out of bed and I'll just, you know, I'll turn my frown upside down. So I thought about it and I was like, gosh, I do live an amazing life. I'm surrounded in love. And that is a gift in itself. And so I thought, well, There's other people out there that are living amazing lives and they're choosing to see the good, even in the not so good. I would love to hear their stories. So that's how my GLOW project started. So I interview people. Basically, I ask them to share a GLOW story where they took, you know, maybe it's a moment where it was not so good and they turned it into a good moment 
maybe it's a time where, you know, love really came through and powered through for them. And you participated in this uh, project and it was, (laughs) oh my goodness, you just, you gifted me that day. I thought about that for so long, how you too, through everything that you do are, you are impacting the world. And you had shared about, you know, a couple people coming to you and, and expressing how much they appreciate you and what, and the light that you're shining out there. And we're all in this together. I mean, you know, we're all sharing similar experiences and we should all just be sharing, 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 sharing the unique light that you are. So that's my Glau project and it's really taking off. And I just can't wait to hear other people's stories because I am completely blessed every time I listen to one. And so I'm just going to say one more time, thank you, thank you, thank you for participating in my project and being a part of it. Oh, of course. No, it was absolutely my honor and joy to be a part of it. But I would highly encourage everyone to check out her Glow project because it is truly inspiring. And when you need an uplift, hearing the stories is just It's so incredible to hear how people are taking difficult situations and transforming them into beautiful things. Or sometimes it's just, you know, talking about little ways that you can make a difference. And and it's all really inspiring. And so actually, as a result of that, Erin, where can we connect with you and see these, see your artwork and, and hear these stories and all that? Oh, absolutely. I would love for um, your audience to check it out. My website is Erin Page, P-A-I-G-E. It's my first and middle name, ErinPage.com. And my blog is where you can see all of the Glau stories. And then I do have my love tiles and uh, journal and all of that in my products and shop uh, shopping section. So that's where you can reach me. I also have a YouTube channel, uh, which is just if you look up Erin Page, I'll pop up. Yeah, thank you. You definitely want to check out what she does and her work because it is really beautiful and inspiring. But Erin, I have a couple questions, if that's okay, that I like to ask my guests if that works for you. Of course. Okay. So first of all, how do you personally define art or what is art to you? Art to me is an expression of the soul. And I think that that just comes in many forms, whether it's a street performer that feels the need, even a little kid that is dancing to some music, I consider that art. So really anything that you're inspired to do that your soul is telling you to do. That's how I see art. Oh, I love that very much. And what do you think is the most important role of an artist? To be authentic. I think it's vital as an artist to be as true to yourself as you possibly can. Mm -hmm. To be as authentic. Oh, I just got covered in goosebumps. (laughs) (laughs) That's, That's how I know I'm speaking from my authentic self. I always tell people, yeah, just to be as authentic as possible. And that serves others. If you're not showing up in your most soulful, authentic self, you are denying those of us that are 
looking at your art, watching your art, listening to your art, you are denying us that divine gift. So please, 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 I think it's vital for artists to be responsible in their artwork by being as authentic as possible. And that's that's what I have to say about that. <laughs> <laughs> Love it. Thank you. Okay. And then my final question, and I'll explain my terms a little bit, but do you think art should be inclusive or exclusive? And what I mean by that is exclusive meaning that an artist puts something out there and you don't necessarily know what inspired it, what the intention for it is, or the context. It's just sort of like, here's my piece and here it is for the world. And then it's kind of up to the world to interpret versus inclusive, meaning that the artist does share a little bit about what they've created, maybe the feeling that prompted it, or uh, even just like a title, or just some context to kind of help the audience just know a little bit more about where the artist is coming from. Well, my answer to that is, I think it depends. Mm -hmm. I think it depends on the audience. I think, I think there's, you can find balance with the inclusiveness and the exclusiveness to something because sometimes artwork just needs to be interpreted solely by the viewer. And I think that if it calls to you to, you know, even titles, I mean, that influences the person that sees it, right? Mm -hmm. When they read it. So I suppose it depends on the intention of the artwork, sure. of the art, where what's the intention behind it? Does it need to be inclusive or can it just stand on its own and be exclusive? Yeah, I, I really truly think it just depends on how the artist feels about their work of art. That's another great answer. <laughs> well, I just want to say again, Erin, thank you so much for joining me on this show. And I know that I am feeling inspired and I'm, I'm sure our listeners are too. But I just want to say for my own sake, thank you so much for sharing your art with the world, for being brave and being responsible and authentic in what you do and for truly making the world a a more beautiful place, more inspirational place. And thank you for impacting people you don't even know you're impacting. <laughs> I really appreciate it. Well, you are, I'm just going to say you're welcome. Someone taught me a long time ago, just say thank you or you're welcome and leave it at that. It is an honor to be with you today and to share my stories and to answer your questions as authentically as I can. <laughs> yes, I love it. Okay, well, thank you again so much to everyone who's listening to this episode. If you're feeling inspired and you have a friend or two that you feel would enjoy this too, please share this with anyone and everyone, and we will catch you next time. If you have a story to share with us, we would love that so much. And I hope your day has been artfully told. Hey, Artfully Told listeners, I'm excited to share with you about Blueprint, which is the most amazing website for artists and makers of all levels. Blueprint lets you dig into anything you've ever daydreamed about doing, like dance, fitness, yoga, art, and home decorating, plus all the arts and crafts categories you know and love. More than 13 million enthusiasts from artists to quilters and beyond make Blueprint their home for binge-worthy on-demand content. Access to the world's top experts 
experts and curated supplies all served up in a fun, loving, creative community. Super cool. And even better, currently they're offering 50% off their classes. So if you are interested in taking advantage of that, learning a new skill, having an amazing time working with experts in their fields, you will love to take advantage of this offer and you'll just click on the link in my comments and my show notes and you'll be rocking and rolling. 